This is To The Point. A rhino experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. Hey, what's up To The Point listeners? It is your boy, Cristiano, the host of To The Point Home Services Podcast. I'm excited for this podcast. I say that all the time because I wouldn't have you on if I wasn't excited about it. So like there's that, but this particular topic is one that I, I keep hearing over and over again. And it's, and typically what happens is I get like a text message from somebody who knows me. Who's like, Oh shit, I just got a hundred one star negative reviews. Chris reach out to your Google people and help me get it removed. That's not really how that goes down. <clears throat> so, but this happens more frequently than you would know. And you're listening. I bet you so many listeners right now has had that happen to them where somebody's left them fake reviews, negative reviews, trying to bring the man down. Instead of building the tallest building, you're just trying to burn the others down. That is a sucky way to go about getting it done. And by the way, it's not okay. And it can be detected. This whole fake review f- uh, fraud detection stuff like is, is a real thing. And the guy I have on here, Curtis is, uh, actually we've had how we even connected was a customer of of ours at Rhino was getting negative reviews and Curtis and his company were the ones that got that removed. And so I want to talk through this because that's how we connected because it happened so much. And it's like, what's the solution? And this keeps happening more and more and more and more. And like, sometimes like when you have, you get a 50 one star reviews, uh, that can really cripple the business, really cripple it. So is there a solution? The answer is absolutely. There sure is. And his name is Curtis Boyd. And he's the founder of the Transparency Company. Curtis, welcome to To The Point, brother. Hey, thanks, Chris, for having me. I'm pumped to be here. Rocking the green button-down Aloha shirt with the chest hair hanging out. So if you're just listening to it, you got to go on YouTube and check it out because it's pretty phenomenal. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> you're welcome. Hey, let's let's go ahead and... and uh, well, hang on a second. Are you wearing, is this like a, is this like a California thing? Cause you're actually in, are you're in, you're not in San Diego. Mm-hmm. You're in the LA area, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're in San Pedro, a little fisherman town right next to Long Beach. San Pedro, California. California. That's right. Hey, California right. does know how to party, and like it's 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 apparent by that shirt. Like zero <laughs> zero fucks given right now. So I love it. But um, go ahead and, and just share with the listeners a little bit of like the story of how you got into this. Because at one point in time you were selling women's shoes. So how the hell is a guy with as good looking of a shirt like that has this great <laughs> taste selling women's shoes? Get into this whole online review, reputation, fraud detection world, man. Like, tell me the story. Like, listen, I tell you, the, the listeners have a short attention span. So give me like the layman's version of uh, of your career, kind of how you got to where you're at today. Sure. Well, you know, like most 19, 20-year-old knuckleheads, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Same. My mom was a nurse. So she's like, oh, you should you should become a nurse. It's a great career. You'll be set for life. A nurse. A nurse. A nurse. That's a right. Nurse. And I was like, okay, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Why not? So I go to nursing school. I'm in my last semester at nursing school. I'm precepting in the ER, which means like following people around. And I run into a doctor. This doctor starts yelling, complaining about a fake review that's hurting his private practice, puts me in a bad mood. I start complaining about my student loans. And before I know it, he's making an offer 
to remove to pay off my student loans if I can figure out how to remove these fake reviews. Wait, what was the student loan? Thirty-two grand. No shit. That's yep. motivation. Oh, I, I, this would have taken me years to pay off at the fourteen dollars yeah. an hour I was making as a student nurse tech at uh, the hospital nearby at Torrance Memorial, and. You know, the, my mom worked at the hospital. She knew the doctor. She's like, Curtis, I know him. He's a legit doctor. I'm sure he means it. So I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to take this on. Uh, 48 hours, 72 hours, I get nowhere, no responses, no nothing. I'm calling, emailing, threatening, begging my dad's lawyer buddy to email them for me, getting nowhere. Uh, I had about 800 bucks in my bank account at the time. I flew to San Francisco and I approached people that were walking in and out of the building that worked there. And I was, I just, I was like, Hey, do you, at, do you work here? You? At, at where at this place that left the review? It's at the review website headquarters on, on mission street, San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. So I'm, I'm approaching people as they, as they walked in and out of work. I'm like, Hey, do you work here? Do you know how to remove a fake negative review from your site? Cause I can't do it. And I, I need, I need your help. And a lot of people would be like, hey, are you hungry? Are you homeless? Are you crazy? What's what's going on? I'd be like, no, I'm a nursing student. There's a doctor in Los Angeles. He needs help. I can show you why the review's fake, but I'm having trouble getting it actually removed. Can you help? And I, I approached, I must have approached tons of hundreds of people. Uh, first day, I could tell some people knew how to help, but they just were in a hurry. They didn't want to help. They get out of my way. Get out of here. I can't help you. Won't help you. I, I was 22 at the time, you know, single. I was checked in at a hostel, spent the night, had a great night, right? I was, I was partying. I had a blast, uh, in San Fran and it was, it was fun. And then I, you know, the next day, uh, I did the same thing. I approached people as they're in and out of the building. Same thing. I must've approached hundreds of people. Finally, on the third day, I met a nice young girl who sat down with me, showed me how to dis successfully dispute a illegitimate negative review using the uh, helpful content uh, link. And she showed me how to get this review removed. Within 48 hours, I had a check for 32 grand. That doctor was on the board of directors for the entire physician network. And before I graduated from nursing school, I was managing the online reputation of around 700 doctors. I didn't even take my NCLEX. I didn't even take my nursing boards. I just became a reputation consultant guy. Who when was that? What year was that? Oh man, that must've been back in uh 2014, wow. 2014. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So what's interesting about this is that doctor knew enough that our listeners need to pay close attention to, but our doctor, that doctor knew enough that that $32,000 was probably pennies in comparison to what was being lost on the other side of that by getting that removed. Yep. What he said is that he had lost 10 to 15 consultations that week and that he charged 10 to 15,000 per elective surgery. There you go. So for him, he was thinking he'd lost over a hundred K. Um, and it probably could have been more than that. So yeah. Uh, I went back to school to learn how to code so that I could automate, you know, this whole review takedown stuff because I was in this stuff all day long. I burnt out. I got tired of reading business owners reviews and, you know, disputing them. It just became, it became painstakingly painful. So yeah. anyway, built, built code to do that, uh, automatically so that, you know, I could show computers how to do it, how to look at reviews the same way I do get it taken down. Um, did that for years and started working with other industries like the home service industry, the legal industry and other, other review websites outside of, out of the main two or three. And, uh, you know, 
over those years, I had so many of these business owners come up to me and say, hey, I have a negative review I want removed. Can you do it? And I'd ask them the same question. Is it real? And they'd say, no, it's it's not real. Uh, I'm sorry. No, they'd be like, no, it, it is real, but I, I want it removed anyway. And I'm like, this review is totally truthful and you want it gone? And they're like, yeah. I said, no, I can't. That's not what we do. If the review is fake, we can remove it. Or if the review qualifies for removal, maybe we could remove it. But, you know, if... Uh, it's a real review you need to you know you need to take take a different approach you need to own it and and evolve a little bit right respond to it don't ignore respond to it and take a little bit of accountability and figure it out exactly and they'd be like all right well here's a blank check why don't you just post me 100 reviews then and i'm like what no no like you've got the wrong guy i this is this is not the business i'm in you're gonna have to go find some freelancer overseas i like I, i can't even have this conversation with you yeah And that happened enough. It made me so suspicious of even my customers. And I started looking into the reviews and looking at patterns. And I'm like, wait a second, I can totally see why these are like, why these positive reviews of my clients are fake. I should probably build a tool to, you know, detect fake positive reviews. So I went back to school again for data science and machine learning. And I built a tool to detect fake positive reviews for consumer protection and competitor analysis. Fake positive reviews. Okay. Wait, wait, where'd you you go to school to learn this one? MIT. (laughs) God. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty hilarious, right? The first part of your life, like your professional career is crazy. I mean, (laughs) how how you like shifted so quickly. Like it's just, it's crazy to think like you went from being in nurse to it changing in like 48 hours to like, I mean, to, to now you went to MIT to figure out how to build this whole thing to, for fake pot. Like it, the whole thing is mind blowing. And, and I've seen, I've seen it. Cause obviously you showed me the whole thing. It's, it's pretty amazing, but dude, your life is way different than when, than when it started. <laughs> I'm just a, a, you know, surfer from Manhattan beach thought I'd be a nurse before, you know, it life, life just changed so fast. And I ended up going into data science uh, building algorithms to detect fake positive reviews because, well, it doesn't look like the big tech companies really want to. So, so yeah, that's, and that's the most frustrating thing, right? Is like, um, it, it isn't as important. Like it's a, such a slow, long, grueling process that it's like, I mean, it, and you just feel sometimes like you're stuck. Like there's no option. It's just like, well, I guess I just got to wait it out and you hope that it gets like done or it's a sucky process. If anybody had been through it, I mean, awful. So, Kudos to you for forging ahead on that one and trying to figure out a solution. Well, and you did figure out a solution. What a hell of a business. Yeah. Thank you very much, Chris. You know, it's, it's really unfair the way things are set up now when you try and do things on your own versus having, you know, someone else or even, you know, getting Google product experts involved or, you know, having access to people who are super knowledgeable about this stuff. It's, it's, it's like hiring a lawyer in court, you know, you don't want to represent yourself for a DUI. You right. want, you, you want to get this dismissed. You want, you want a result. So yeah, it, it, we, we see a lot better outcomes when we swing at it. It's actually a really good way to put it. Um, you know, and this whole thing came about, like I said, from you working with one of our customers over on the East coast and, um, and what's, this is actually a great story, success story of the end result of, of what you did for them on getting this removed so quickly was this company has already kind of hit that like, um, 3 million mark hitting this plateau. It's already tough. 
enough things are thrown at you at that size where you're trying to figure things out. And then to add that on top of it, like this, you know, it's a husband and wife are both involved in the business, the family business. And so it's just like another thing that at that time they didn't need, didn't have the time for and hurts the business because somebody around there, around their shop somewhere, wherever it was, threw out some negative views to try and bring them down. And, and if I remember correct, I mean, and I, and it's been a minute since we talked about it. So just correct me when I am wrong, but I felt like you got it. You got this thing taken down in like four or five days or something crazy like that. Yeah. Four or five business days for sure. I think it was like eight or like seven days in total, but it was the turnaround time is normally very quick. So, I mean, that's, that alone is worth it because like, obviously speed is a necessity in that game because you just never know that day who's looking for the services sees that negative review and is like, Nope. And then what did you lose? So like speed is absolute necessity there. So that's what really caught my attention. And if you remember the second question I asked you was what's the, like, is that normal? Like what's the percentage of this actually works out in their favor if they come to it and you were giving me like, I think you want to even want to say, again, if I throw this out there and I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But I want to say it was like 80 or 90% of the time it actually, it, you're able to get these things removed. That's right. So like there are certain types of data that we look at when we approach removing illegitimate reviews. And just like this case, if those data markers are there, those red flags are there, our success rate is extremely high. Now, if those data markers are missing, then we don't even, we don't even like to swing at it. Will we? Sure. But we like to set expectations really casually, like, Hey, do not expect this to come down. But when, when you have these, you know, these, fake competitor reviews coming in or these reviews, you have no idea where they're coming from come in and they were never a customer. The success rate is very high. Which is, I mean, this is fantastic. What I want to, um, the listeners to hear is it legit needs to be fake and and (laughs) it legit needs to be fake. But the one thing that you kind of said from there after I asked those two questions that really kind of blew me away was that in some instances, you can actually find the source. SmartAC.com, SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with SmartAC.com. You've got to check it out now. That's right. That's right. You that know, if you think, makes it interesting. <laughs> uh, it, it, every single day we talk to new businesses who were recently attacked. Um, you know, in 2021, Google removed 95 million fake reviews off its platform. That's 280,000 fake reviews a day. Um, and I think according to our estimations around 12, 11 to 12% of those are negative. So most of them are positive, but some of them are still like, negative. And, and when you get attacked by a fake negative review from competitors, it's usually an upsell, right? It's part of their customer journey, buying fake reviews in general. It starts by them either being solicited or them reaching out for fake positive reviews for their own business. So what we look for are local businesses within 40 miles 
who within the last uh, one to three months purchased fake positive reviews for themselves. Uh, and, we're, you know, usually it's a very, very short list. One, two, maybe three of these competitors who fit this criteria. And then we'll look at the, the type of fulfillment that they use when they create these fake profiles to see which ones match more closely and really point, pinpoint exactly who did it. Normally, they're they're newer to the market or they, they started with a new marketing campaign. You know, we can tell at the footer of their website if they switched, you know, and, and kind of see who they're working with. It's it's there's usually telltales. Interesting. Yeah. So and that was part of um, I thought, man, the scary part is. Some of these people listening right now, if they found out who left negative reviews for them, might not handle it in the, in the best way <laughs> if, if they actually knew who they were or if there was like a local competitor. But man, I'd be pissed too. Like that directly yeah. impacts the business and the livelihood of the people in the company. And like, to me, that's a big deal. That's a personal, that's a, that makes it personal. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to overlook that. So, so you built out like this whole software to help try and recognize these things. And, and, um, I remember when you kind of took me through a demo of it, we pulled it up and I was like, this thing is so cool. Um, so I would encourage anybody who's listening to, if like, if you're even, if you think you have some fake reviews out there and, and typically you pretty much, I think you can tell there's probably some things you can tell, but you know, reach out and at least kind of go through it and he can, you'll be able to at least, he'll be able to at least tell you, but is there some things that, that our listeners can do, um, to recognize if they have, fake reviews or, or let me, let me position it this way to you. Um, if they know that some of their competitors have fake positive reviews, like, is there something that they can do to recognize those things or like they, they can look for? Totally. Well, I'll start with like your, your own business. You know, if you have positive reviews coming in, like one or two or three, you don't recognize no big deal. But if you have a few hundred reviews, and you can't recognize 50 or 100 or 100, 200 of these reviews, you really need to audit yourself because at the end of the day, these big tech companies aren't held liable for the, your fake reviews. The business owners are held liable for the fake reviews. So you really need to make sure that every single one of those reviews is accounted for. Um, now, when it comes to looking for you know fake reviews on your competitors, there's a few really big telltales, right? I call it review velocity. When your competitors start buying fake reviews, they'll go from like their average of like one to two reviews a week to like 40 in a week. That's normally the most obvious sign is all of a sudden they got 40 reviews this week. That, that's not normal. Maybe they started soliciting, but right. unlikely, right? Yeah. Normally it's a slow buildup. Right. Uh, and, and then on top of that, you know, you want to look at the profiles. You can click on them. And when you hit the reviews section, if they're anonymous, this user has chosen not to display their reviews and you start noticing patterns, another big red flag. When the, when people sell fake reviews, they'll often use anonymous profiles to do this. Then the third thing you want to look for are the types of businesses being reviewed. Normally, they're amateurs, right? Really cheap amateurs posting reviews for five bucks, and they're just pu pushing them out because there's no accountability. No one's being like, <laughs> Google doesn't care, right? A lot of these companies don't care. Uh, they in my opinion, no, they don't punish you. Like your rankings don't change. You just get a few reviews removed. But, um, that being said, uh, you know, what you're going to see is a lack of category diversity. Oh, seven HVAC companies got, you know, reviewed by this company or, or four locksmiths around the country or, you know, seven roofers, you'll see some really obvious stuff going on. And at that point, it's those types of data points are really easy to bring up to their attention and say, Hey, 
look at this. And they've seen it a million times before. Yeah. So I want to talk, I mean, so if you've ever been approached with buying yourself positive reviews, um, I think that's kind of where you were saying, Hey, you know, make sure that you're be, it's legit because there's tools just like this that can call you out on it. Um, yep. You know, what's funny is when we audit a company for fake reviews and we find fake reviews, normally they'll be in these bad review networks, you know, like PBNs, these bad link networks. Yep. It works the same way with fake <laughs> reviews. Uh, when you, when, when you buy fake reviews, they're using the same accounts with other clients. So you're going to be linked together with 12, 20, even a hundred of their other clients. And so if one of those other clients gets audited, you're still on the list. Now you're in this bad neighborhood now, and you're on our radar. So you, you might think, Oh, the odds of me getting caught are one in a million. Your odds are actually a hundred times higher than you think they are because you're in this neighborhood. Now you're in this, this link network. So if you're listening right now and you and your heart's pounding a little bit harder because you've been in this world, it's okay. You can make it right. <laughs> you can get it fixed. Um, but also I would say if you're like, Hey, I don't want to do anything cause I don't want to take away these reviews and it impact my score, like still kind of the wrong way to think about this because eventually it seems like this is only going to become more and more of a thing. It's, you know, and you don't want to be exposed. Like that's awful press uh, yep. to be exposed for that. So, um, what are like some of the consequences, consequences of, of purchasing like these fake positive reviews? Yeah. So, you know, I think I showed you one of our contracts with the attorney general's office. We actually started working with a few more attorney generals as well. And they purchase our data to go after businesses with fake positive reviews. Just a few months ago, they, they used the data of fake positive reviews and sued a company um, there in Phoenix with fake positive reviews. And in nine weeks, they got a settlement for $150,000. So not a big company either. It's a relatively small business. Um, you know, only the FTC goes after these monster companies, but the attorney general's office has the budget to go after much smaller companies. So yeah, it's, it's on, on top of all the bad press that went into being sued by the AG's office for having fake reviews. You're looking at civil damages. Um, it's a, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's uh, that big of a deal, right? Like it is that big of a deal. Yes. $50,000 for a small business, man. Like, that can be crippling. Oh, absolutely. And then on top of that, you have to explain to other customers why, you know, there's seven new articles about your company being sued. Uh, you know, you're in the local, all these local newspapers now for keywords targeting the name of your business about fake reviews. That bad press is not easy to clean up. It is, if, if impossible, very expensive to, to remove that. What is the... Um so let's say like uh, some of my like buddies that have these big companies are getting like a hundred of these like fake reviews and it's crystal clear that they're negative fake. Like someone is maliciously sending them negative reviews. Yep. Um, what's the percentage like or ballpark that you typically find the source yeah. So, you know, it depends if, if they're being like approached. So if a company is being approached by a, you know, a bad actor overseas and they're saying, Hey, if you pay me a thousand bucks, I'll remove, this will go away. Right. 
you have that. You have a lot of these hostage situations where, you know, they'll post, start posting negative reviews and all of a sudden someone will reach out and say, this is me. I live in India. I live in Pakistan and I'm sorry to do this, but it's how I make money and you need to pay me a thousand bucks or we're not going away and we can beat Google's algorithms, yada, yada. And a lot of businesses pay up because they don't want to deal with it. Um, it's, it sucks. And it's a thing that, you know, dozens of businesses deal with daily. It's a, it's a growing operation because it's so profitable. Now, if, if no one contacts you and asks for ransom, then most likely it's a competitor and a competitor is shelling out 20 to 30 bucks per review, negative review. It costs a little bit more in the, in the black hat world to purchase negative reviews. Uh, they're shelling out a little bit more money to go after you. Now, in that case, just like I said, most likely they have fake positive reviews for their own business. We can identify who they are. And then my recommendation is not to, not to get super crazy or legal or, or, you know, physical, but most people they're cowards. Like they don't want confrontation. You let them know, you know, it's them and then knock it off and then cut that that out. They're, they're going to do it. And they're going to, you know, most likely they're a much smaller company. So they're going to, they're going to, you know, knock it off real quick. Now, it's very unlikely you're going to have someone who really wants to duke it out with you. Yeah, I mean, and that's got to be embarrassing, man. You want to be the one that gets caught for doing that shit. <laughs> I mean, my God, can you imagine? But I also wonder, too, if sometimes people aren't really thinking through the consequences of the, of this whole thing. I mean, I don't know, man. Listen, like one of our core values here at Rhino is integrity. Like, certainly that's not integrity. Um, other ironically is transparency. So that works out. All right. <laughs> in regards to this, but, but I believe in this so much, like, um, you know, client fulfillment, do a good job, give good, give great customer service and get legit reviews. Like that's what you should want. Like me as a business owner, when we like our, um, my big vision for our company is to be the most reputable digital marketing company for home services and all English speaking markets. That's my big, but the keyword being reputable. Well, the best way I can, I can figure out my reputation is based on a couple of things, my reviews, my retention, um, both employee and and customers. So I want to build it the right way. I want to have integrity. I want to feel good about what I'm doing, but I also want to help my customers do the same thing. And this is like one of these tools I can use to kind of help like, Hey man, the worst thing is when you're in that building phase or if you're one of the big boy companies and people are just pissed at you because they're small and they're like, oh, and somebody calls them is like, hey, if you want to buy these negative reviews, you can hit this. Then, then they can also say, well, if you also want to buy some positive reviews, we can also do some positive reviews. And it's like, and then to your point, I think what you had said was these guys are just creating negative reviews, sending it to these HVAC or plumbing companies, calling them to remove their own negative reviews and then upselling that to somebody else and they're taking advantage of it. That's exactly right. Blows my mind, man. It's fucking crazy. Like, and if you get caught though, like how embarrassing does that have to be? That's, I mean, that's like the worst case scenario because you know, it's going to get out and it's going to spread, especially in social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's pretty devastating, right? I mean, you're, you know, there's so many different sayings about how reputation and character is earned slowly, but it only takes a second for you to lose. Um, it, that's exactly what happens. You know, I think, um, you know, I think a lot of times business owners can be completely blindsided by hiring the wrong, you know, overseas agency 
A lot of these Indian SEO companies will do it, not even tell you. And you'll see the new reviews, but not really second guess it. And you'll just be like, oh, this is really cool. Like we're seeing results, right? But the, they're doing it. They're doing black hat things and, and setting you up for failure that you're responsible for. Or it could be that marketing director from two years ago that, you know, had a drug problem that you had to fire <laughs> or whatever it could be. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe it was that, that, you know, the technician that left pissed and like left their negative review for the camp. Yeah. Or that friend's son who just graduated from college with a marketing degree that you hired to do some marketing for. And he went off and did some, you know, made some dumb choices. Yeah. What like th There are things that happen and for whatever reason, they made a mistake, but we can clean all that up and we can, we can make sure that, you know, only the honest and real reviews are, are on your listing, making sure you're not, you don't have a bullseye painted on your back. Yeah. So, um, and that's what I want to, try to expose and I want our listeners to hear is like, there's a solution to help you with this too. And a lot of these guys too are kind of, you know, um, guys and gals, sorry, are just, they're still kind of very much in the business, right? So they don't have the time to do all this stuff too. And it certainly does take time. And so, but there are, are there are some Curtis that like want to just try and do it themselves to save like, no, no, no. Okay. Well, I'm just going to dispute this and I'm going to go. There's, <laughs> there's a, uh, I guess also, I mean, you have a full on, process built out with this software to remove these fake reviews. Um, this is a more successful, <laughs> a more efficient way to handle this process versus businesses trying to remove it from themselves. Tote. I mean, I'll just use Google as an example. You know, a lot of business owners will log into their, you know, GMG business profile dashboards and Google Maps, you know, GMB, GBP, <laughs> That, that's right. GMB, GMB. They got to, they got to log into the, that three initial dashboard and click on like flag the review. Right. And they, they wait, it could be two weeks, three weeks before they even hear anything. And maybe they don't even hear back. That's right. very common. Oh yeah. At, at here we use Google product experts, platinum gold, uh, level, you know, plat uh, product experts, they have a login where they can immediately escalate cases live with Google support and get eyeballs on this fake review and, and the same day, which is really unfair, but it's the way our world works. If you Google the phrase, meet our product experts, you'll see like a list of, you know, 25 product experts, but you know, we, we, we use these product experts because they can get things done in, in a way that you can't on your own. So yeah, it's, it's, it's the way to go. If you want that things done really quick, you need to, you need to get the right team on there work, working on it for you. Wow. So you literally just figured out who to go to at the source to get the job done. And then we brought them on board with the transparency company. So they, they work here, they work for us and they do an incredible job. Um, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them have dealt with this just every single day. Cause it's so common. Dude, did how many people you have working for you now? Uh, we're up to six. Nice. Yeah, we're up to six, six people. You know, we're 11 months old. So right. for us, we're, we're pretty proud of it. Uh, we've got a long way to go and a lot of products to, to get out there. Well, I'm excited to be, to have our partnership with you. And, um, and obviously, like I said, anytime I, I, I don't bring products on the podcast hardly at all, unless I really believe in it because whether they, uh, the listener uses Rhino or not is irrelevant. It's something that's helpful for them. And this is a real problem and, uh, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's listen, I get, I think I got, um, 
three email three emails today that asked me if I wanted to get uh, if I wanted to pay for some SEO so I can make my web page rank better. <laughs> I mean, I've been getting <laughs> this. I mean, but I've been getting this shit for years too, and I'm in that game. Like so. It's silly, but this isn't going anywhere. Like reviews aren't going anywhere. Reviews. I mean, I don't know. I don't even see, I don't even see like how or when reviews would ever not be a thing. Like to me, it just seems like it's always going to be a part of the algorithm or the ranking factors, but also a part of just your reputation in general. So unless you see something or hear something, you like, you got some, you have some product experts there too that might know something different than me, but that doesn't seem like that's going anywhere. Right. No, no. I mean, trending every single year since 2017, it's gone up uh, 20 million more fake reviews get removed each year. So, you know, 2021, it was 95 million. 2020, 75 million. 2019, 55 million. So every year, 20 million more fake reviews are being removed. The the trend is skyrocketing. It's not going down. My God. Well, let me ask this question. I know the doctor paid you $32,000. <laughs> That's not what this shit costs though. So, no. so can you give our listeners just an idea? Cause you know, um, that might, might, if they've never done this before, I have no idea what it, it costs, but like, and just an idea of like costs, like worst case scenario to try and get some reviews removed. Yeah. So, you know, we charge 300 bucks a month, month to month. We recommend three months to do a scrub as a, like a project initially to, to see what we can do. Um, if you want to try and swing on it yourself, we'd recommend getting the report, getting the data about behind why these reviews qualify for removal. We provide some training on like what red flags you need to pay attention to, to bring to their attention. Um, but a report's going to be extremely helpful and we charge a hundred bucks for the audit report. Cool. Um, and and if you're a, Rhino customer, it's a little bit different. <laughs> the cost isn't quite the same. So just to reach out to us and we'll be able to help you get that figured out. But I did ask, you know, because uh, again, we don't bring a whole lot of product on here too. And I like to bring extra value to my listeners. I think that this thing's worth every bit of that. Um, I believe that they would agree. Um, but you were uh, gracious enough to kind of share a, a discount offering for anybody that's, that's, that's listening as well. And that is a uh, 15% off discount. So the promo code is Point fifteen P O I N T one five. Um. So, what you need to do is uh, reach out to you, know, you. Can reach out to Curtis or the company. So, Curtis, maybe share like the best way for our listeners to contact you or to even get to the website or whatever you need to do. Just share that stuff. Yeah, I'm super active on Twitter uh, at Data Boyd or LinkedIn um, at Data Boyd. Same same handle. Uh, and also, if you go to onto our website, askfortransparency.com, we have a you know. A, a way to message us right on there on every single page. You can, you can reach us and we can, we can have a, a conversation about this. I love talking uh, about reviews. I love providing suggestions on best practices. This is what we do. It's our, it's our bread and butter every single day. I would, perfect. Well, I would venture to say a lot of our listeners aren't utilizing Twitter as much. So, um, and I would say go to the website again and we'll post it in the, in the, um, in the content as well. So they click on it and get to it. And again, use that, that promo code 0.15, which we will, we'll put in there as well, but take advantage of this. If you like question for a second, it's super inexpensive, massive outcome. You know, if you catch something, you get it fixed even bigger. If you find, you're able to find the the solution or the, 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 the solution to the problem, the person who ever started this whole thing. But point being is 
there's a better option than what you've been trying to do by doing it yourself and waiting it out and losing all the money that comes from it because you know you're losing money when these negative views come in. So you have an option and that option is a transparency company. And that's who Rhino has partnered with. So dude, I'm grateful for it. Like we're just at the beginning phases of this whole thing. And in like the early successes are leaving me super uh, encouraged to share this. And so kudos to you, man, for being a nurse who just fell into fake fraud detection and getting this shit figured out. You're resourceful enough to figure it out. And then you did the right thing. You bring those Googlers in house. And now you have a real one up on everybody. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we certainly got a long road ahead of us, but like you said, you know, being able to get rid of these negative reviews can sometimes mean the difference in a bunch of customers calling you this week. So when we hear our customers saying, Hey, Curtis, like, thank God this is done. We can sleep better. We, we, we love, we love that. That's, that's what we do this for. That's your, uh, that's your why. Yeah. Good for you, man. Well, listen, like I appreciate you coming on here and making time for us too. And, and, um, you know, even when somebody reaches out to you, like the whole process, I mean, you can hop on a call with them. It doesn't take that long, right. To even like pull the information, like how long typically is just to have an idea of expectations. If they reach out and they talk to you, you or somebody on the team too, how long does that actual process take? Uh, yeah. So uh, to run a full audit can take anywhere from five minutes to 30 minutes. Um, but you know, if you generally, when we see new meetings booked, we'll run the audit before we ended up, we end up chatting with folks. So we have everything ready to go. Um, if we, if we were really want to be quick about it, we could push it out in 90 seconds. Cool, man. Well, I'll tell you, I'll encourage any of our private equity listeners that are listening to this thing that have multiple brands under it, that maybe this is something that utilize to just double check on all the brands, make sure things on the up and up, especially before you go into another transaction might be good just to make sure you got that stuff cleaned up. So just a suggestion, but listen, anybody, I mean, gosh, you could, if you have, you know, 10, you know, 20 reviews, like you're just starting to get this game started, that one negative review can be like critical. So get on top of it. And this is an easy solution. So, Hey, Curtis, man, I appreciate you hopping on here and coming with me or coming on here with me and, and also giving up a little bit. I mean, there's not a whole lot of meat on that bone in the first place. So the fact that you're dropping 15% is, uh, is pretty cool. So I appreciate that. You guys are welcome. It's my pleasure. And thanks for having me, uh, Chris. It's, it's been a lot of fun spending time with you, spending time on your podcast today. Well, of course, man. I'm glad that you made it. You and your badass green shirt. So again, <laughs> don't forget to go on YouTube and check that thing out. Maybe you'll send you one. You should add that into like a swag package that you send to your customers. I totally should. People, I love wearing this shirt when I go out. It's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, con from, it's a yeah. conversation starter. Yeah. Well, listeners take, you know, again, take full advantage. Of this. I mean, 95 million fake reviews this year and it keeps going up year over year over year. So it's not going away. So you got to, uh, you got to do something about it. So I'm going to finish this podcast off. Like I do all podcasts. I'm going to read a review. And this one is from trigger happy. Have I read this one before? Did I? Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to read it again. <laughs> it looked pretty good. So it says, the podcast always blows my mind. I don't do anything trade related, but I have learned so much about marketing and how to scale a business from this podcast. 10 out of, a 10 out of 10 would recommend to anyone looking to start or scale their business. Trigger happy. Thanks again. I'm not sure what episode I read this one on before, but uh, see, this is what happens when I try to mess with the production forms. If I do it myself, I always mess something up. So... Um, listeners, I appreciate you guys so much. Again, like don't expect you to be a, uh, a, uh, a developer that creates some algorithm and some sort of software that does this stuff. Curtis already done the, the, the hard work for you. Just the easiest thing you can do is reach out to him. Um, if nothing else, just get the audit done or like you said, a hundred bucks, get that thing done. If you want to attack it yourself, good luck, but man, use your time wisely. 
regardless, yes. you don't have to do everything, but you got to do something. No zero days. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, it's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.